welcome to the Abundant Yoga Teacher Podcast. My name is Amy McDonald. I'm a yoga teacher and yoga business coach. I am so glad you're here. Enjoy 45 minutes of training for you and your yoga business. Hey everyone, it's Amy McDonald here. Welcome to the Abundant Yoga Teacher Weekly Call, our podcast. It's our final podcast for 2018. Uh, so today we're talking about Svadhyaya and specifically I'm, I'm, I'm using that term one of the niyamas to talk about uh, to talk about your yoga business and taking some time for reflection. Oh my God, is that Virginia? Hello, gorgeous. Happy, happy, merry, merry. <laughs> Lovely to see you here. So today we're going to be talking about, you know, what did the year look like for you? Uh, what are you proud of? What happened? Uh, what didn't happen? Taking some time for self-reflection. So, you know, the term Svadhyaya, um, I'm interpreting it for our purposes today. It means self-reflection, but it also means like recitation of the Vedas and a whole bunch of other things. Not so much that, but if you've spent a bunch of your time, 2018, um, reciting the Vedas, good for you. Well done. Uh, I haven't. <laughs> Had quite a nice time anyway. Um, apparently there's no, there's no yoga in the Vedas. Who knew? Interesting, right? But I digress. So today, talking about, you know, what was 2018 like for you? Uh, what happened? What didn't happen? And then also, I think, you know, this is such a beautiful time to think about what does 2019, uh, hold for you? What are your son, what is your son Kolpa or your son Kolpas, son Kolpai? What are your intentions for the coming year? How would you like to show up differently? What would you like to be different in your yoga business? And of course, we know that you know, really our businesses are just a distillation of what's going on for us personally. As anybody uh, listening to this podcast who's worked with me will know, the 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 business that you're creating to share yoga with the people who need it is very much a vehicle for your own tamra, for your own uh, journey. And so the two are always completely interwoven and what you desire to manifest in your business is going to permeate through your broader life. So setting goals for your business, you know, this is not in this in this community, it is not something that's dry and boring. We're not talking about KPIs. In fact, it's very much interwoven with what you desire for yourself, for your own growth, what you desire to release and let go of personally. All of these opportunities for your own yoga can be experienced and practiced in in, in your business, in the the microcosm of, of your yoga business. And I'm sure, Virginia, you would agree with me on that one, sister, right? Who knew the things that you get to discover about yourself until you decide to open a brand new studio in your own hometown? So, so proud of you, lovely. So let's, um, I think before I jump into the conversation about Svadhyaya and your yoga business in 2018, I did want to let everybody know, all of you Aussies know, uh, about the immersions that are going to be coming up at the very end of January and into February. So if you want to come and hang out with me for a day, good news, we've now got five dates fully uh, organized and planned out for you. So I'm just going to let you know a little bit about the yoga teacher immersions that are happening in January and February so you can go get your tickets. Michelle has already booked her tickets. Can't wait to meet you in person. Lovely. We're going to have so much fun. Big yoga hug coming up there. 
So if you are interested in hanging out with me, I'm doing a tour, 2019 tour, uh, just Australia at this time. Uh, you can find out all the details at amymcdonald.com.au forward slash yoga teacher immersions. I'll be in Melbourne on the 31st of January. Perth on the 2nd of February, Brisbane on the 5th of February, Sydney on the 7th of February and Canberra on the 10th of February. We're doing tickets uh, $97 plus you can bring a friend for free, which is going to be super fun. So I can't wait to meet your friends as well. Uh, like I said, all of the details there are at amymcdonald.com.au forward slash yoga teacher immersions. Those immersions are really beautiful, full days of teaching, training, uh, reflection, and because it's the start of the year, it's a really great time to come hang out with me and a bunch of other high vibrational yoga teachers, get your priorities in order, get clear on your uh, intention, your resolve for your business, hammer out any of the details, nuts and bolts, and just get yourself off to a really good business bhava kind of start to the year, get into the divine mood of being an abundant yoga teacher in 2019. So just one more time, the link is amymcdonald.com.au forward slash yoga teacher immersions. Melbourne on the 31st of Jan uh, at Kindred Movement in Amanda's space. Can't wait to be back there. Fantastic. Really, it makes me feel uh, a little bit uncool and old. Amanda, your studio is so nice. <laughs> Perth on the 2nd of February, Brisbane on the 5th, Sydney on the 7th and Canberra on the 10th. The first time the Abundant Yoga Teacher Tour is going to Perth and Canberra. Really excited about that. Our nation's capital. Everyone listening from in, from overseas is like Canberra. What the hell is Canberra? But Sydney was your national capital, right? All right. So Swadhyaya in your yoga business. So one of the things that I try to encourage in my Facebook group, in the Abundant Yoga Teachers Facebook group, is celebration of your own success because I just feel that this is something that we don't do enough. I think there's a bunch of reasons why. One, culturally, definitely if you're an Australian um, or a Brit, uh, it's not cool to talk about your success. No one does that, you know, uh, and you're considered a bit of a fucking wanker if you talk about how proud you are of what you've gone and done for yourself. Um, even when it is in service to others, you know, it, it, you get a bad rap for being proud of your accomplishments uh, culturally where I come from. And I don't know if that's true for you too. Type me something into the uh, Q&A box anywhere else where uh, it just doesn't feel good to um, to talk about your success. Katie's here. Hey, Katie, what do you think? Are you with me on this? Katie's in Sydney. It's kind of not cool, right, to be, hey, guys. And when, like, I've just had this, I've just driven back from being interstate with my relatives and I haven't seen my, you know, my, my aunt and uncle and cousins, I haven't seen people for a long time. And um, I don't think they listen to this. So I'm just going to be straight up with you guys. I, don't, I hope not. Hi, everyone. If you do, don't think they do. You know, generally my family, when, when it's time to do the catch ups they like to tell you the crappy stuff. Like my aunt, admittedly, she's just had surgery, cancer scare, blah, blah, blah. Not good time, right? But for her, hi, Aim, how you doing? How's your year been? And I said, you know what? I've been great. It's been a great year. And she says to me, oh, I think 2018 has been horrible. It's been the worst year ever. I can't wait for it to end. You know, like, 
whoa, <laughs> this is, it's kind of like in my family, we bond over shit. Here's all the crap stuff that happened. What about you? Can you out crap me? That's how we're going to connect. And so for me to say, you know what? I had a great year. I taught two amazing retreats. I got to work with the coolest yoga teachers around the world. I did some amazing collaborations. I went to France. I stayed in this fantastic apartment. I caught up with people all over the world who hang out with me online and got to give them real hugs, not just virtual ones. You know, I went to Dubai and did yoga in a massive aquarium. Um, you, you, you know, to, that, 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 they're not down with that. And I don't know if this is true for you, um, but if it is, Katie says, I agree, even though it makes no sense at all. I sometimes even apologize for it. Right, Katie? Isn't it weird? You feel like you should apologize for it, right? And I, and so much of this is um, a choice. You know, my, um, we can choose how we interpret things that happen. Um, and I know, Virginia, I'm going to, I'm just going to overshare here. I hope you don't mind. But, um, so Virginia, who's listening in today, because she has a day off work. Yay! Um, I know, so Virginia has opened a yoga studio. I've had a virtual tour of it. It is gorgeous. It just screams Virginia energy. Like, talk about put your stamp on something. I absolutely love how Virginia, Virginia has made her yoga studio. And here's the thing. That lady had some setbacks. Virginia, I think, didn't you have, like, burst things or electricity stuff or plumbing stuff she had to fire people along the way she you know people have thought she's crazy along the way she had um, a whole bunch I think it was like her first or first week of classes or whatever all of her students cars got broken into like the lady has had adversity and what I love is that we get the opportunity to choose how we interpret that data right it can be like well, everything, if it was my family, Virginia's story would look like this. Oh, my God, I opened a yoga studio. It's been the worst year of my life. Everything's gone wrong. Everyone's been horrible to me. Even my students have been burgled, and I just can't wait for the year to end, right? Option number one. Option number two, you know what? I've, and this is what Virginia's actually, she's, I'm paraphrasing, but this is how she talks about it. I've manifested a dream I didn't even know I had. Like, how high vibe is that? She's doing something that she knows she's meant for. She's bringing forth her vision and sharing it with people who need it. And even in the adversity, um, here we go, Virginia. I hope this is all right to share. Virginia has this amazing mural in her uh, in her studio, and she had a very clear vision for what she wanted this mural to be. And she was saying to us in the Keep Growing Mastermind that it didn't actually turn out how she envisioned it. And to get to the point of having the mural at all was a bumpy road. It was kind of like the Ramayana to get this bloody mural painted. I don't think I'm overstating it, Virginia, right? But it's happened, and it's gorgeous. And it might not be what she wanted, but it's amazing, and she's really happy with it. And so, you know, this, this, I think in this community, we really take a stand for high vibration. We really take a stand for choosing to interpret the things that happen in a positive light. You know, life is happening for us, not to us. If you have a setback, it's for such a great reason. If something goes cattywampus in your life, this is Svadhyaya. It gets you the, gives you the opportunity to go, hmm, what is there in this that I can learn about myself? What do I know now that I'll do differently next time? How did I respond in that moment that I'd like to do differently 
if it should happen to me again. This is such a powerful time for these types of reflections. And so my intention in the energy and the community that I seek to foster in my business, which is, you know, what this podcast is, is not only high vibrational and choosing to see the opportunity to learn, because I think seeing everything as positive all the time is just bullshit. Like if you get cancer diagnosed, it's not like, yeah, awesome, I get to celebrate my embodiment. Like if you've just been diagnosed with cancer, that sucks, man. I'm not, you know, there are times when negativity, I'm all over it, you bet. But there is always an opportunity to learn, to go deeper. Life is happening for us, not to us. We don't need to go out and pray for adversity. We're not all being siddhas out in the forest, you know, just deciding to hang from a tree upside down for four years because we want to overcome our, 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 um, hey, lost the word. We want to overcome our aversion to, to this difficulty. Like, we don't need to do that. We're living in the world. You know, there's Donald Trump. We don't need to hang upside down from a tree to overcome adversity. We don't need to just pretend that everything is okay either. Take a spiritual bypass and, oh, it's all rainbows and unicorns. That's not it either. But looking to see, huh, this thing happened and, and, and actually what is the juice here for me? Where is the Amrita here in this situation? That's powerful. And so this is a great time for that. And in this community, I'm always looking to foster that um, that approach. Okay, you got served a shit sandwich. Well, what are you going to do about that? And how are you going to order something differently next time so that that's not what turns out? Similarly, what I'm looking to foster in this community is an environment where you bet it is safe, it is powerful, it is appreciated, it is celebrated for you to champion your own success. What did you go get for yourself this year? You know, what was hugely successful for you this year? What are you like, you know, air punching for because you did that thing? And it might be I made more money than I have before or it might be I, I you know, I ended a relationship that, that was not serving me or um, conversely it might be I got dumped I got my heart broken and you better believe I am up leveling on the romantic sankalpa for 2019 I know that's been a journey for some of you this year what you know what is it let's start with celebrating what you're so so proud of and everybody who's joining me live today including Sheila whoop, whoop. Um, Sheila says hi Amy I'm back in London I so get that family low vibe thing well, Sheila, you're out there changing the world. You know, Sheila, bringing yoga to Africa. Uh, I can imagine that your family might be like, what the hell, honey? We love you, but really? <laughs> Can't you just get a real job? Type it into the Q&A box, folks, if you're here with me live. What are you really proud of? God damn it, go claim it for yourself because you know what? You've got to ring your own bell. I was thinking about when I was preparing for the call today, I was thinking about why is it that in – this community we seem so uh, frightened or hesitant to share our success. And like I was saying about my family and, and Katie's family and Sheila's family, um, it's, part of it is cultural. But I also think part of it is the nature of what we do. Uh, for many of you guys, I know that you haven't quite come out yet about being a yoga teacher. There's lots of birds here this morning, folks. I hope that they're all right. You know, it's still this kind of thing that you do on the side. Um, maybe you're at home raising kids. Maybe you have a part-time job. 
Um, but this yoga teaching gig is you haven't actually stepped into it and claimed it as your profession. And as such, the amount of time it takes up, the amount of energy you desire to invest in it, it's still a little bit in the closet. And so coming out and saying, God damn it, look at me, when people don't really know that's what you do or how much you freaking love yoga, like give me a shout out if you haven't actually come out to the people who love you about how much you love yoga or what yoga actually is, you know, like maybe that's a thing too. How, and, and then I think there's also the piece of not everybody understands what's involved. My Nana, um, I love my Nana. Hello, Nana. Love my Nana, Alma Rose, 92 years old. Uh, just been up to New South Wales to stay with her for a few days. And for her, bless her, she knows more about yoga than a whole lot of 92-year-olds, but pretty much what she knows of yoga is because what she's seen me do on a sticky mat on her front porch. And she said to me a few times, because when you're 92, you know, you tend to ask the same things uh, often. <laughs> so, Amy, you're still doing yoga every day? And I say to her, well, you know what, Nana, I'm not anymore. Because for her, what she understands of yoga is me doing funny things with my body on a sticky mat on her front porch. And I don't do that every day anymore. Fuck my body, can't do it. That's a topic for another podcast. But if I said to her, well, you know what, Nana, yeah, I do. And the whole way driving here, I was listening to the Ramayana. And I'm reading this book written by Paramahamsa Yogananda's brother. And I'm, and I'm reading a bit of that every day. And um, when I feel that conversations with my family are tricky, I'm reciting the Hanuman Chalisa. You know, this is my yoga every day, Nana. She'll be like, like, doesn't even, she'll probably laugh at me and say, would you like to play another game of Scrabble? You know, so I think it's partly it's cultural as far as celebrating success. Partly I think it's not everybody is actually really standing in their power about being a yoga teaching professional and being a small business owner. And I also think part of it is people just don't always understand what yoga is. And if you and if they don't know, it's very hard to talk about how much you love it. You know, this one's for you, Maddie Lee, uh, dating, Amy, dating. And, um, and, and <laughs> you know, this awkward moment when people come to my house for the first time and they're like, wow. I've got like a this is this is for real folks. This is a this is oversharing in the extreme because it's two days after Christmas. You go into my kitchen, I've got Krishna and Radha and Lakshmi uh stuck on the fridge. Right? And then I've got this big picture of a Baba, photograph of some Baba, I don't know who he is. You know, the the dreadlocks and all the rest of it. Uh one photo big photograph in a frame on my kitchen wall. And on the other kitchen wall I've got like this pop art Andy Warhol kind of shiver thing as well and oh and then I've also got a little murti of Hanuman in the lounge and another murti of Hanuman in the kitchen and I think you know when people come over for the first time they're like oh oh I thought it was just like hot butt in stretchy pants but this yoga thing is for real you know people don't kind of get it if you're a little closeted about how yoga your yoga is so how are you going to talk to people about all of that so it's not you know it's Svadhyaya and and the particular part of Svadhyaya of celebrating your success isn't always easy. So here's what I want us to do today. I want it to be easy. I want it to be enticing. I want you to feel empowered about it. And I want to know what are you so proud of in your yoga business that you overcame, that you achieved for yourself, that you didn't even know was capable. 
What about this one, folks? Let's share these because these ones don't get shared very often. David Newport is good at this. Let's learn from David Newport in Oxford. Who did you help and how did you help them? And maybe that was helping someone gain mobility with their knee after surgery. Or maybe that was helping someone feel comfortable in her own body, come to your classes after having some private sessions with you. Or maybe that was just holding someone for a minute after class because they lost their shit because their life was so hard and the only place they felt safe to actually grieve was in your class. What are you proud of from the work that you did in the room with people in 2018? I want to hear it, folks. Type them in. Let's celebrate here in a safe and really supportive way. And I know if you are here with me live, if you have a regular listener on Apple Podcasts, that you are inspired and uplifted and it makes you feel great when you hear everybody else's success stories. You know this, folks. So if you are feeling hesitant about sharing your success, know that it is good for everybody else who hears it. We in this community, this is the rising tide raises all boats situation, folks. Like, bring it. I want to hear what are you so great about? What are you so, so happy about what you've done so well? In your yoga business in 2018, overnight, I got an email from Romina, who lives in the leafy suburbs of northern Melbourne. She had a 90-minute intensive with me. First time we've worked together. Love that. Uh, just a couple of weeks ago. And Romina, uh, she's at home. She's got a young person that she's raising at home. Her husband is uh, working, and she's teaching a couple of classes a week, and um, we pretty much... I, I won't overshare, but pretty much we talked about, well, making the transition from teaching a bit of yoga while I'm at home raising my son. And she had a corporate. She still does part-time corporate. And she's and she's decided that yoga is going to be her gig, but she's feeling a bit stuck. So we used her 90 minutes to come up with a plan. How are you going to actually approach your yoga business like you approach your corporate job? How are you going to take the skills that you have developed over years of being an amazing employee and start working for yourself? And overnight, she sent me an email. She says, hi, Amy. Merry Christmas. I hope you're well. Thank you for the coaching session the other week. I got a lot out of it. I just wanted to update you on my progress so far. I've been busy and I've created an about page. I've added my two current classes. Um, I've not added any extra classes yet because I'm currently in negotiations with the studio and not sure what day or time my classes will be yet. I've created an email address for my website. I've linked my website to my Instagram account. I've created a contact form on my website and I've signed up for Stripe and Moon Clerk, and I'm figuring out how to connect them to my website so people can pay online. I'm hoping to create a Facebook ad tomorrow, and I'm going to do your Facebook ads training. My website doesn't look great yet, but apparently done is better than perfect. People can actually contact me to book in and see what classes I have available. It's still a working progress, and there's lots for me to learn. Here is a link. She says the link for her new website. She says, I hope you have a great new year. Cheers, Romina. How cool is that, folks? Here is a woman who is like sitting at home, beating herself up because she hasn't done enough. And bam, in like two weeks, she smashed it. She's got a toddler at home. Help me, please. I don't know how you even do that. She works in the city part-time and she's gone and done all of this for herself as well as teaching her classes. Now, if that is not something to celebrate, I don't know what is. Congratulations, Romina. We celebrate all the stuff here. The fact that you've made an about page, yes, we celebrate that. Love it. 
Katie says that she is celebrating so many things this year, but perhaps the things that really challenged me or took me out of my comfort zone was reconnecting with the people in my life and also letting go of a work relationship that didn't fit anymore. Huge for me. Wow, Katie, well done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's the stuff that you didn't see coming that can sometimes be the biggest um, success, right? Yeah, Virginia says, um, Virginia says about her studio, oh, it does have my stamp. Thank you, Amy. And Crazy Yoga Lady has its assets. <laughs> it has been an amazing journey so far, and I'm looking forward to next term. Um, and, of course, it's okay. To, oh, just as well, Virginia. Geez, imagine that if I overshared and you're like, that's it. I'm never talking to you again. What else are you celebrating, folks? What else are you um, super proud of? Katie also says, why I teach yoga, how I helped. Yes. My favorite feedback this year was that I was able to offer a space each week for one beautiful student to learn about who she is to her own strengths. Yes. She realized that she is enough and that what she can do is worth celebrating. You know what, Katie? I love that. Um, isn't that just incredible? Like that, that we get to do this for a living? What an incredible blessing, right? And I think these stories, Katie, are what we get to come back to when we get stuck and when we're like, what the fuck is a Facebook pixel? <laughs> or, um, or, 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 I don't know, um, this year something that happened to me, uh, an adversity was, um, I think I shared this on a podcast in the past, but the space that I've been renting on and off to teach my classes, it's also a Pilates studio and um, apparently someone had a stroke during the Pilates class uh, at this space and it wasn't well handled um, which is you know a tragedy in itself it is a tragedy um, and, and for me the implication of that was one to reconsider my first aid and go get retrained <laughs> Whew. two uh, the implication was the studio owner um, required a whole new level of insurance from me not just the professional indemnity public liability insurance which 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 I have but also a whole new level of building protection insurance, which for me just didn't make sense. Um, why would I need insurance about her building? Um, and so the upshot of that was that it was no longer appropriate for me to teach at that space, which meant I was, I didn't, I didn't teach yoga classes a whole lot this year because in a small town where people love yoga and there is a truckload of yoga teachers actually I've never had a fear that there aren't enough students because I know that no one teaches yoga like me. Not everybody likes it, but the people who do come find me, but that I actually couldn't find a space to teach. And so that adversity where, you know, here's the shit sandwich, Amy, what do you want to do with it? What that made me realize was actually I'd like to create my own space. And I've been talking on and off here about, converting the shed in my backyard into a yoga studio I didn't know like Virginia I didn't know that I wanted to make my own space until I had the opportunity for that reflection so there's some Svadhyaya the adversity in trying to find a space to teach in became hang on a sec I want I want a space here in my own garden I want people to come to me I want to be able to do workshops and intensives uh, for all of you guys where I get to stay home you get to come to me. I, I, I'm not, you know, as much as I travel, I prefer to stay home. <laughs> so look out, uh, 2019, there might be some, there might be an abundant yoga teacher retreat in Castlemaine. Lots of good 
B&Bs here, folks. Great food. Amy gets to sleep in her own bed and teach a retreat. Yes, dream come true. What else, folks? If you're listening on the replay, you know, take some time. Get your journal out. What did you overcome? What adversity um, did you overcome? What, where, is, where did something come up for you that you didn't even see coming? That actually, like Katie was sharing, um, what, what adversity did you overcome that you, that, that where did you, as we say in Australia, hey Catherine, Catherine, as we say in Australia, how did you polish that turd? God, listen to it. I've been with my family. Can you tell? Backyard cricket and oysters and prawns for Christmas. Uh, all of this. Aussie slang is coming out. Catherine says, I'm off today to teach kids and families yoga at Woodford. Folks, that's a festival. A long-term dream of mine. Oh, I love that, Catherine. I'm super proud of my achievements and being of service. You so are of service. Wow. I mean... I mean, I just always go back to my experience of being a kid and doing yoga and how that opened up my life. Who knew when I was eight that doing those yoga classes would bring me to this point? Have a fantastic time, Catherine. Stay hydrated. Keep up the sunscreen. Um, you know, uh, make sure that all of the food that you're eating has recently been heated. No festival food sickness. Virginia says, I have another win from the past two weeks. Yes. Oh, bring it, Virginia. I love this. Oh, my God, everybody. Virginia Hill in Florida has hired herself a virtual assistant. Yes, 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 yes. She says, I am super scared, but I know from our work together that a little fear is how I'm going to grow, going to the edge of my comfort zone. You deserve support, Virginia, and you are giving that woman a job. She's getting to work with a beautiful lady. Uh, who's going to be patient and encouraging. This is a win-win situation. And Virginia says, Anne, talk about nerding out on processes. <laughs> Virginia goes on to say, folks, take that part of GYYB seriously. It helps and the benefits keep growing. I would not be able to manage my virtual assistant without it. Bring it, Virginia. Thank you for giving me a shout out and an opportunity to talk about growing your yoga business. That wasn't even a paid segue uh but yeah uh just briefly i'm going to talk about this more at the end but um gyyb growing your yoga business it is my six month uh yoga business training program it's got we're in the last few days of the early bird situation ladies and gents so yogi jogini so if you are looking for the business skills and mindset to really grow your yoga business in 2019 um that's the program you need and if you sign up by uh, the end of this year, i.e., whatever that is, Monday night, uh, it's $1,000 off. So, yes, who doesn't love that? Um, you can find out about that at amymcdonald.com.au forward slash growing your yoga biz. And like I said, I'll talk a bit more about that before we finish up today for anybody who's here who is interested. Uh, Catherine says, for me, my adversity was that I took on too much work and spread myself too thin. Less work next year, but a deeper offering. Oh, bam. I love that for you, Catherine. Yes, 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 yes. Totally. Love it. Yeah, yeah. So let's flip it then, Catherine. Thanks. Great segue. Let's look at, and, and before we do that, I just want to reiterate, like, go spend time with this. In the email that I sent out today, I talked about Kumbaka and um 
this is I feel I really feel like this is the kumbaka time of the year, right? Like kumbaka is the pause between breath. Um in pranayama so generally kumbhaka is i don't know everybody has a someone talked about the the breath grid or the breath square or something when i was in a class the other day but essentially most commonly we use kumbhaka at the top or the bottom of the breath so between inhalation exhalation or between exhalation inhalation or both you know take a stand for both um breath retention uh between between breath kumbhaka pause uh named after Funnily enough, why not? Let's nerd out. Virginia's here with me. Go for it. Kumbaka, named after one of um, uh, one of the one of the bad guys in the Ramayana, Ravana. Okay, here we go. Quick tangent. Ravana, evil demon, ultimate uh, um, protagonist, antagonist rather of the Ramayana. Like the whole reason it came to happen. Here's the thing. Okay, backtrack. Ramayana. The Ramayana is the, of the two big books. The Ramayana is the one where Sita gets taken to Lanka, Hanuman jumps over, gives her the ring, that, you know. But at the start, it opens with uh, adult warning, adult content warning. Opens with raping, <laughs> really. Opens with raping, uh, evil, evil, um, Evil demon dude called Ravana comes down and and flies around in his chariot and rapes everything and steals and pillages and bad bad bad, and um, the raping is really bad and as a result of I mean not hang on let me <laughs> I just want to give some context to that because all raping is really bad okay just want to make that very clear got it it's like a raping rampage all raping is very bad anyway whatever we've talked about raping enough. But the gods are like, dude, you can't do that to women. If you do that one more time, you're dead. Which I kind of like is a punishment, you know. Sometimes the gods get it wrong. Like Brahma gave Ravana boons. Hello, don't give the bad guy the magical powers. Just because he did the austerities, he doesn't deserve the boons. But Brahma, not particularly discerning in the distribution of boons. We know this, right? How many evil demons have got fucking boons from Brahma because he's like, hey, dude, you did the work, you get the boon. No, it should be qualified by, you know, there should be some personality testing in the distribution of boons. I'm just saying. If I was in charge, there would be a background check before you got magical powers from upstairs. But Brahma, not so much. So Ravana's got boons, but they also said, no more raping. Rape again, dead. Which is why, in case you were wondering, why did Sita get to hang around in Ravana's garden for a whole year, giving Rama heaps of time to go rescue her? Because uh, actually, Ravana couldn't rape her because he would die. So instead of threatening rape, actually, what he threatened her with was, if you don't like get your funky on with me of your own free will, <laughs> conditional much, uh, I'm going to grind you up and eat you for breakfast. I'm going to give you to my cooks. And they will mince you and serve you as like Sita tacos. That was a thing. That's, that's, he wasn't going to rape her because he would die, but he was going to eat her. Choose your, choose your violence. That's the reminder. There's a fair bit of violence here. Anyway, one of Ravana's leading dudes was Kumbaka. Well, anyway, he, this is where Kumbaka comes from because Kumbaka, I don't know, any other insomniacs give me a jive five. I kind of get where this guy was coming from. He didn't sleep so well. Me too. Anyone else? 
listening live, have an insomnia situation. He didn't, uh, he didn't sleep so well. So, um, he asked for the boon of, can you just like fucking give me some time to sleep? And, and because he was actually a, they kind of got it a little bit right here because he was actually a demon. The gods went, sure. Uh, and for every day that he was awake, he would wake up for a day and then he would like sleep for six months. <laughs> so he got what he wanted. Give me some goddamn rest. I just can't get a good night's sleep around here. Um, but it kind of went a little bit OTT and that's what happened. Long story short, that is why Kumbaka is breath retention. Breathe, wait, breathe, wait. So Ravana might have won the battle. Spoiler alert, he loses, in case you haven't watched the whole thing, <laughs> on the eight VHS cassettes that we have at the yoga studio where I practice. Who wants to borrow that? Me. What are you going to do when you get it home? I don't know. Look at the box. Who still has a VHS machine? What do you call it? Video recording machine? Anyway, uh, that's why Kumbaka is called Kumbaka. I've just talked for eight minutes about nothing, folks. I apologize. I'm on holidays-ish. This time of year is exactly that. It's the Kumbaka-ish of your business. So um, Virginia's here because she's not working. Catherine's here because she's about to go to Woodford Music Festival, whatever it is. Um, we're, Sarah's here. Yeah. Um, you know, we're here because that is that beautiful time between full out go, go, go and full out go, go, go. And whether you're a Christmas person or not, chances are um, society around you, for the most part, is. Here we're full out pagans. And as I was, um, <laughs> my my cousin's husband's parents were also at Christmas. And they, someone had come along to the Christmas lunch and she was Jewish and they just couldn't understand what her problem with Christmas was. <laughs> love, um, love the reminder when you're around, when you're accustomed to being around people who are like open to difference and celebrating diversity. And then they're just like, I don't understand what her problem with Christmas was. I mean, why can't she just have prawns and pork? Like it? Whoa. Okay. Interesting. Um, not everybody does Christmas is my point. But there does tend to be this kind of like, at least here in Oz, there's this time where the, the supermarket closes on Christmas Day and it closes again on New Year's Day and in between Kumbaka, pause. So Kumbaka is the time, I think, where for, for us this time of year, you get to go do more Svadhyaya. You get to look back and you also get to look forward. Sarah says, uh, lots to, so Sarah in New Zealand says, lots to celebrate this year in having my own studio, but also loving teaching yoga to people in a drug rehab program and getting paid to do it. Right, Sarah. I, I'm so proud of you and all the incredible work that you've done. Um, like, seriously. And again, Sarah, you know, who saw that one coming? I remember when Sarah first said to me, uh, there's this opportunity that's come up to uh, take over a yoga studio. Like, what the hell? Yeah. I love it. I love you guys are just so inspiring. And and Sarah, the, how good is it? I got to say, how you feel about the healing and transformative work you get to do with these people in the drug rehab program is how I feel about working with all of you guys. Seriously, blessed. My life is awesome. Sorry, Annie K. Twenty eighteen, fucking rocked for me because I get to work with you guys. How good is that? Amazing. 
So the other thing here with Kumbaka is looking forward, you know. What are you going to do differently? Catherine's going to take on less and, and go more deeply into what it is that she offers. What about you, Sarah? What are you going to do differently in 2019? I'm just starting my Kumbaka uh, exploration, Svadhyaya exploration for 2019 personally. And I'm not sure how it's going to show up, but I know there is going to be a shift in how I run my business. Not necessarily more hands-off because I love being engaged with everybody. Magpies, please. I'm trying to do a podcast here. But it is going to have a different flavor to it. I, I feel a bit the same as you, Catherine. I want to, I want to move further away from the chitta vritti, um, but I don't want to disengage. It's just engaging on a different level. Being, and I think like Virginia is exploring, for me that looks like being much even more clear on how I want things to go in my business so that I can be an even better employee to my team. This morning, after finishing up with you guys, I'm going to go and mow the lawn because that's what you do when it's going to be 40 degrees. You got to mow the lawn at 7 a.m. Uh, I'm going to go mow the lawn, and then I'm going to go meet um, someone who has been interning from me all year, amazing yogini, and she's coming on as an employee, as a subcontractor for me in 2019. And I am so, so, so excited about this. You know, one of the things for sure that I'm going to do differently in my yoga business in 2019 is work with exceptional teams. I had great team in, 29, in 2018. Uh, if those of you have, who have uh, worked with Chrissy, if you've had to deal with Chrissy and rescheduling and scheduling, Chrissy was great and she left us uh, because um, she moved to Europe. Good for her. I love that. Um, and I'm looking for someone who is even better than she was. You know, like I'm really excited about hiring staff uh, and and new types of project um, staff in my business. So that's one thing that will be different. Um, and, and so I'm going to meet Ludo today so that we can really have a great big conversation about not just here is the process and here is all the stuff that you need to do, but also about here is my vision for it. Here is how I want it to help people. Here is your opportunity to be creative with it and really put your mark on it rather than just ticking the boxes. And, and how can I help you to do that so that you feel ownership of the task? I really, um, one of the things I loved most about co my corporate management job was helping grow my team and um, not just in the numbers of team, but also in their own sense of professional reward and uh, job satisfaction and personal goal achievement. That's a big one for me in 2019. What about you guys? What's going to be different for you in 2019? What are you going to call in that's going to be new for you? How are you going to show up differently? I am going to take holidays in 2019, like actual holidays. Holiday, not just holidays that happen to coincide because I happen to be somewhere else. And I'm going to take a day off to take a bus tour around Provence. Not that that's a bad, that's a great thing. But I'm going to get on a plane just because I'm going on a holiday. That's new, 2019. Uh, here's another one. I'm going to declare it publicly in front of all of you because I've been saying this for years and haven't done it yet. Regular body work. God damn it, Amy. Could you just do that? What is it with me? Regular body. Can you all hold me accountable to that? Like send me a Facebook message every month or so saying, so have you had a massage this month? Like for real, Amy. Walk the talk, god damn it. 
What about you? What's everybody putting on the list for 2019? Alice is here. Hey, Alice. What are your What are your sun culpas in your business and how that will then permeate beyond into your broader life? What are you going to do differently? There are some really exciting joint venture collaborations that I've got cooking up. They're at the very, very early stages at the, oh my God, wouldn't that be amazing conversation stages? But if they bear fruit, folks, you're going to love them. Um, yeah, I'm really excited about those. Like what projects are you going to put on the, on the schedule for 2019 that just make you feel so, so, so excited that you can't wait to tell everybody about it? Um, I want to, I want to know about those. Um, yeah, what are you, what, what's really, what's really making your heart sing as far as how you can be of service in different ways? I want to know about those. What are your, what is the, what's the beginning of the, the dreaming into the new year? How are you going to be more intentional? You know, how are you going to be more mindful about how you use your time and your energy? Is there something in your life that you know needs letting go of? Is there a relationship of some some type of business one, a, a, a friendship or social one, a romantic one? Is there a relationship that needs to be mindfully drawn to a close? Um, what, what are you going to do differently? Sarah says, family overseas travel. I love that for you, Sarah. Where are you going to take everybody? And making sure my yoga business is set up to facilitate this. Yes, 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 yes. I love that as well. Uh, I think that's a beautiful goal to have. Um, how can you have your business continue to be really strong and really um, and, and everything getting done that needs doing without you having to be there? Yes, totally love that for you, Sarah. That's one for me as well in 2019. Not so much. I think I think we've sort of got it down for Amy going away for weeks at a time. But for me, I'm looking at just having days in a week where I don't use my computer. I don't know if that one resonates for anybody, but I don't want to, I don't want to look at my computer every day of the week. I mean, I'm at a point in my business where I don't work weekends mostly, but five days a week, I'm still like at my computer and I don't want to do that. I want to make compost and go on walks, you know, go swimming in a lake uh, while it's summer and gorgeous. Just lie under my cherry tree and eat cherries. And and I love you all, but take another day off looking at social media. Um, so for, I've got a similar one, Sarah. How can I make sure that my team has set up, is set up so that they don't need to be checking in with me every day um, and everything is happening in a really beautiful and perfect way? Yes, love that. So, folks, you know, Svadhyaya, um, re- recognizing time, it's sort of time for us to, to finish up and for Amy to get on the mower. But Swadhyaya is something that I think we can ignore and not take time for. And it's one of the niyamas for a reason. You know, how can introspection and and um, self-awareness and objectivity and uh, personal reflection are incredibly important on the yogic path? And they are equally important in your yoga business. You know, just barreling along because you're doing what you've always done um, may not be the best way to continue to move forward. You may know new things about yourself. You may decide that you would like to do things differently. 
One of the things that will be different in 2019 for me and my business is this podcast. You know, this podcast happens at 6 a.m. because when I started doing it four years ago, I was still working a corporate job and I had to do it before I went to work. And there's no reason for me to be getting up at 5 a.m. on a Thursday to talk to you guys. Most of you listen to this on freaking recording anyway. (laughs) So it's going to be very different. You know, the podcast is going to have a different time. It's going to have different software. It's going to be different because things have changed, including Amy doesn't manage a landfill anymore. We don't need to be getting up at 5 a.m. if we don't want to. Or if I do, I'm going to be on the treadmill. I'm not talking to you guys. Now, what is it that without Svadhyaya, without taking time for personal reflection, we don't know these things. We just keep on doing the same thing because we've always done it. It wasn't, the penny didn't drop for me until last week. I'm like, what the hell? What is the actual reason that you're up at 6 a.m.? Because it used to be the time you needed to be up. But that was four years ago, honey. It's okay to change. So the kumbaka time, that pause between breathing in in your business and breathing out, that time when hopefully you have a little bit of space for yourself. Whether you're a Christmas person or not, it doesn't matter. But maybe there is some time over the next couple of days where you can get the journal out, where you can daydream, where you can, depending on your hemisphere, lie under your cherry tree or sit by your fire and take some time to just think, huh, what am I proud of this year? What I, what I crush? What did I fuck up that I, that I get to learn about? What sucked for me that turns out to be a powerful lesson? And then also thinking ahead. Knowing what I know now, what would I like to do differently? How would I like to serve in an even deeper way? How would I like to be more effective with my time? What would I like to go get for myself? Bodywork, overseas travel, whatever it is. What, you know, Jason Crandall's anatomy training. Who, who messaged me about that? I'm finally going to do it. Yes. <laughs> you bought it. You got to do it. You know, what does, what's different for you in 2019 from the small stuff? The podcast will not be at 6 a.m. Melbourne time on a Thursday in 2019. Three of the biggest things. I'm not going to work as hard. I'm going to take more time off. I'm going to start telling my friends that actually I'm a professional yoga teacher. I'm going to recognize that if I don't meditate every day, I'm not a great mom. What, what does that look like for you? Take time, folks. Let this be a really juicy time to do that. Thank you for everybody who's been here with me live uh, and sharing uh, along the way. It's been super fun having all of this, um, all of these comments coming in as we've been talking. It's so much more interesting for me when it's interactive. Love it. Thanks, everybody. Uh, I hope you all have a fabulous New Year thing. Someone asked me last night, so what are your New Year's Eve plans? My New Year's Eve plans are helping my dog survive fireworks. Uh, and it wouldn't change it. Love it. Whatever you're doing, I hope it's super, super great. And as the final podcast of 2018, I really would like to take this opportunity to say thank you so much, everybody, for uh, for being here, for supporting my work, uh, for being engaged and active in my community. You know, I, there is not one of you that I take for granted. Uh, I know that followers on Instagram are real people. Um, the fact that you'll show up here or listen to the recordings and send me emails about it, um, you know, that it, it makes all the difference to me. I'm so grateful that that you support the work that I do. Um, I wouldn't have the blessed life that I have if it wasn't for all of you. So thank you so much. And thank you also for the work that 
you do in the world. You know, the, the we're in need of healing right now collectively, badly, in fact. Um, we're at a time, we're on the precipice and transformation is required and on so many fronts. And the fact that you provide a safe space for people to do their own svadhyaya, for people to simply be, for, for people to remember that they're breathing, for people who are um, doing drug rehab or for that one woman who has recognized that she is enough or for the kids in schools in Africa who get to play and have fun in a different way, whatever it is that you do, I'm so grateful that you do it. Um, let's face it, it's not always easy, right? We're not just floating along on a, on a cloud like, you know, I don't know, eating like eating the, the, the sweet meats and, and, and having a great old time. Like Romina emailed me overnight, you know, making a website. It's not perfect, but it's done. Um, but you get up and you go out and you do it anyway. And, and I'm so grateful that you do. Um, you are part of the healing that is required right now and that, that you've decided to take an uncommon path. Maybe like me, you're realizing you're the black sheep of your family and you didn't know it. But the fact that you've decided to walk your Svadharma, uh, your own personal path, and seek to do that mindfully and more deeply and in a more effective way, I'm so, so grateful. Whether we never meet in person or I have the very good fortune of giving you a hug sometime, I'm grateful to you for all the work that you do. And on behalf of the people who come to your classes, Dunder Pranam and thank you, folks. I think 2018 has been fucking awesome. Sorry, Annie Kay, but I'm taking this one as a positive. Yes. And I'm really excited about 2019 um, and all that is coming for all of us. Not because, well, because like Ram talks about in the Ramayana, Ram talks to um, Sri Griva, the, you know, the, the, the king of the monkey kingdom. Well, the, anyway, long story, won't get into it, but the monkey guy. You know, life is about having a balance of pakti, of of karma, uh, and of of ardha. Like you got to get the balance right. You got to be devoted. You got to be doing the work. You've got to also be having a fucking good time. And so I'm saying yes to more of that for all of us in 2019 because when we are in abundance in all of those three places, we model that for everybody who encounters us, from your yoga studio students to your husband to the chick that checks out your groceries at the supermarket. Um, you know, I bought a shirt the other day and the freaking at Myers, everyone at Myers, at a department store, Australian department store, I bought this shirt and the, the, the cashier where I went to buy it was full. Like there's people lining up, there are people getting pissed off because everything's taking too long and someone wants to return something. And couldn't she just wait until after Christmas? Like there was all of this. And so I went to a different counter where no one was waiting and the lady said to me, oh, this isn't, I bought this shirt from a particular brand and she said, oh, I can sell this to you here, but I can't tell you about the special, the specials, the special offers associated with this brand because actually I don't know because you're, you know, you're at a different counter. And I said to her, you know what, I don't care about the specials. I just want to like give you some money for this shirt and, and, uh, and, and anyway, it's Christmas and like you need more drama. You work in retail. I just want to make this easy for you. You know, like the fact that my life is beautifully abundant on those three levels, Arta, Pakti, Karma, I get to be positive and I get to show up in high vibe and that shit is infectious, folks. 
So know that when you are feeling abundant across these platforms, desires, work, and your own practice, it rubs off. And it's not just that you can teach someone how to get up to Shashasana with a double leg lift. It's that you get to share your energy with people who just bump into you on the street. And that's being in service as well. So thank you all for the work that you do. Let's call in more of it so we can spread more of it. Yes, you get to be a vector for happiness. Love that. 2019 is going to be amazing. Sheila says, Amy, you rock. Thank you. Back at you, honey. 2019 is the year that you get to do things easier, Sheila. We know that you're meant to be famous, not because it's, you know, you know what I mean. Bring it, rogue kundalini lady. (laughs) Awesome. Folks, before I finish up today, I'm going to bang on a little about GYYB. I know a truckload of you that are here live have already done it. If you haven't, you should. What is it? Here it is. It's uh, growing your yoga business. It is my signature training program. It goes for six months. Um, and it is the, all the things you need to know about being a yoga business owner that you simply didn't get in your yoga teacher training, not because there was anything wrong with your yoga teacher training, but it just didn't have enough time to fit this stuff in. So here's the thing. You did a teacher training. Maybe you've done six, like so many of you have. Excellent. You can probably teach yoga asana like a badass, but maybe you have no idea about how to run a business. And that's okay because probably no one ever taught you, you know? That's what GYYB is. It is eight substantial modules over six months. Half of them are nuts and bolts. Build this, make that, you know, create this thing, make this process, set up this structure. Make, this is how you market. This is how you advertise. This is how you have a website. This is how you price. This is how, etc. This is how you plan a project. This is how you do a budget. Half of it is that. Half of it is this is, mindset it's the spiritual work it's the inner stuff about identity and voice and abundance and overcoming limiting beliefs and self-doubt and standing up and putting yourself forward and being confident and being visible and we put all of those together and I teach you on all of those topics through the lens of yoga so it's the idea of going to your local business incubator to learn about Facebook advertising sounds like death But perhaps learning about that while I rag on about the Ramayana sounds a little more interesting. This is the business training that you need. Now, it starts in mid-February. Why am I raving about it now? I'm raving about it now because we are currently in early bird, which means it comes at a $1,000 saving. Yes, love that. Think about it. 1000 bucks. what could you do with that? All sorts of good stuff. You buy a lot of kale. You could buy a lot of, um, I don't know, like turmeric latte mix with a thousand bucks, right? Yes. So uh, if you sign up before the end of December, you get it at a thousand dollars off. We love that. Find out about it at amymcdonald.com.au forward slash growing your yoga biz. If you don't know if it's right for you, I know a bunch of you have been emailing me. Um, do that. I'll, I, I'm not going to. Um, if I don't think it's right for you, I'll tell you. Um, generally, it's right for everybody. Uh, it's not right for you if you don't have a, you know, if you buy, if you have a tendency to buy stuff and not use it, this is probably not right for you. Like, I'm not actually going to come to your house and sit there while you do your GYYB homework. If you need that, this is not the program for you. <laughs> um, 
you know, don't do that. Uh, but if you, if you have some self-motivation, and I suspect as a yogi, you probably do, um, and you're looking to learn from me, both nuts and bolts and mindset, and you like the idea of having a group of colleagues around you that are going to encourage you along the way, then this is probably a great idea for you. Uh, one of the common questions I get is, well, what about the time zones? We've had people sign up from Australia, from the UK, from the States so far for the round that starts in February. One of the things that is important to me is that I make the times available to as many of you as possible. So we do mix up the dates and the times of the live calls so that you can get on the calls um, live and, and really participate and interact. The modules are made up of training videos that you can watch whenever you like and workbooks that you fill out whenever you like, and a Facebook group that you can access and use whenever you like. The live calls are obviously set at a certain time. Like I said, I try and make those as available to as many time zones as possible, and we always record those so the replays are available, and we always have a really easy way for you to lodge questions in advance if there may be one of the calls that you simply can't get to live. But we try and avoid that if we can. That's that question. Um, uh, people also often ask me, I had a woman email me uh, yesterday, no, day before yesterday, about um, does it work for studios as well? Yes, people who have yoga studios have also done the program. Um, if you are one of those people who feels that you aren't familiar with technology, you get bamboozled with social media, um, if you're still buying stock photos because the idea of having a photo shoot terrifies you, <laughs> whether you're a freelancer or a studio owner, uh, both. Groups of yoga teachers very much benefit from the program, as too do people who are still doing their yoga teacher training. In fact, we've had quite a few people do GYYB concurrently with their yoga teacher training, such that when they finish their YTT and they're ready to teach, they've actually built a business. They've built the structures, they've got the promotional stuff ready, they've created all the social media, the website, and they're ready to go. So if you're still in YTT, it can also be a powerful program for you as well. There's a couple of the FAQs, if you have any other questions, please send me an email, amy at amymcdonald.com.au. Like I said, the early bird finishes uh, on Monday night. So if you would like to join the program uh, and save yourself uh, $1,000, uh, who wouldn't, right? Like Seriously, please let me give you the discount. Guys, if you know you're going to join, please don't wait until the very last minute. Please let me give you the discount. No. I love that. Love that. I much prefer you to have an extra thousand bucks in your whatever pocket. Do you have this pair of pants from Prana and it doesn't have that little money pocket in the waistband? What the hell? All right, everybody, check it out. amymcdonald.com.au forward slash growing your yoga beers. Early bird finishes 31st of December at midnight Australian Eastern Daylight Savings Time. Can't wait to see who else is joining us. It's a fabulous group of people already, and it's only going to get better when you sign up. Email me if you have any questions. Have a fabulous new year, everybody. Thank you so much for being a really important part of this community and my life in 2018. I am so excited about what is coming for you and me and all of us as we continue to show up and serve people by offering yoga and helping be the light workers at a time when we need it more than ever. Take care, everybody, and I'll speak with you all again next year. Bye-bye. I hope you enjoyed that fabulous Yogi Superstar. Want more from me? Subscribe to this podcast 
or follow me on Insta at Amy Yoga Biz Coach. Talk again soon.